Hello, and welcome to the DMV Business Show, a weekly show where we get to meet local business and community leaders in the DC, Maryland, and Virginia area. They get to impact their story and how they got there. You can expect to hear advice and learn about their journey and how they went from point A to point B. My name is Odo Sevilla, and I'm a commercial real estate advisor in the local DC, Maryland, and Northern Virginia area. I have been very fortunate to have worked with many amazing entrepreneurs and executives, from startup founders to international Fortune 500 companies. And one of the things I love about what I do is I get to form these great relationships with some interesting people. I get to know them and I learn about how it all started. And I love hearing a good business story. When I'm not working in commercial real estate, I just also happen to be the host of this show. So please enjoy and welcome to the DMV Business Show. Hello everyone, welcome to the DMV Business Show. I'm your host, Odo Sevilla, and today I have a very special guest for you, Richard Beck, owner of Beck and Specs. Welcome to the show, Rich. Thank you for joining uh, us today. Uh, thank you for having me. Of course, the pleasure is all mine. So before we go into your personal story, if you can just give the audience, Rich, just a brief general overview of who is Beck and Specs, please. Okay, so we are uh, currently a multi-inspector inspection firm. We deal with mainly residential inspections and <clears throat> any ancillary that can be added to an inspection can get scheduled through us. And we currently serve Baltimore City, all surrounding counties, and are planning on going into Delaware and Pennsylvania this year. Oh, wow. Love that expansion heading up north. Yes. That's great. Are you originally from the local Maryland area? Yes, I'm from Baltimore. I grew up here, went to school here. Uh, no matter where I go, I feel like this is home. I always come back here. It's not, I've never lived anywhere else, but uh, yeah, Baltimore's home. Great. Are, are you from uh, the city or the county? Uh, well, I grew up in Anne Arundel County, okay. uh, went to Glen Burnie High School, and now I'm living in Baltimore County. Okay. Yeah, we did uh, live in the city when... Uh, me and my wife first got together and then as the kids got older we're like oh, we gotta move to the county <laughs> it's a it's it's not a it, living in the city is nice obviously there's benefits but when you're having a family especially a young family uh, especially the public school system unless you go private yes. um unless you go pri yeah you you definitely want to move out a lot of times yes <laughs> yeah I, I understand so you grew up in Anne Arundel uh so you said you did all high school in Anne Arundel County Yep, Glen Burnie High School, uh, went to elementary school, middle school, high school out there, um, moved to the city, and then, like I said, after uh, the kids were getting older, and it was time for them to venture out. I was like, uh, let's go move to the county, get out of the city. Sure. So, Rich, growing up in the Glen Burnie area, how were you as a child? What were you into? Uh <clears throat> That's a good question, because back then we didn't have social media or whatever. So like riding bikes with our friends, going over their houses, playing video games. There was none of this where you can just sit in your living room now with a headset and talk to people. You actually had to interact with people, going to the mall, stuff like that. I love going to the beach. OK. All right. That's good. And after graduating from high school, uh, what did you do afterwards? 
Uh, I had various different types of jobs. The main thing that I always went back to was pretty much construction. And that's what made me actually think about getting into home inspections because I was used to doing the actual work. And then I was trying to think long term. I'm like, I don't want to be humping materials when I'm old. Got some young punk tell me what to do. And then I looked into home inspections. I'm like, well, this is amazing. I'm like, there's no labor involved. I said, you just point out what's wrong and that's it. Yeah. Did you know anyone in the home inspection business or you just... I, I did not. I had no idea even what a home inspection was. Um, I didn't know any realtors. I didn't know anybody pretty much that had anything to do with home inspections. I was actually just sitting on my couch one day watching a show called um, Homes Inspection with Mike Holmes. And then I was like, I was like, I could do that. I was like, that's easy. And then I looked into it. <clears throat> took the course, got my license, and then that was it. Wow. So how old were you when you when you got your license? Uh, this was back in 2014, like 32. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I guess new business have, don't know anyone in home inspection, right? So right. what do you do? Uh, I did a lot of things to try to get my name out there. Like I knew as soon as I got my license, it's not like the phone's going to start ringing. Like nobody knows who the hell I am. Sure. Nobody wants to work with me because they don't know me. And then um, I did anything and everything to get my name into everywhere I could. I was going to the real estate offices, going to open houses, dropping off Beck and, I mean, um, Beck's beer to realtors, uh, doing anything I could to get them to uh, give me a chance. I heard a lot of no's, but you know, saying every no gets you closer to a yes. Yeah, I, I, I like that method too, as far as uh, it, it's perfect for with your last name with Beck dropping off Beck's yeah. beers. <laughs> yes. And I was actually just thinking about that again, like this week, you know how it's like, uh, like go back to your roots, like whatever works. And then I was like, I should just start going to open houses again, dropping off Beck's beer. It's like, it's not different. It's different than when I first started. Like people know who I am now. And I'm like, oh, hey, it's not like I'm trying to sell them one or anything. I'm like here, have some beer. Yeah. It's yes. a great way to develop that relationship or if they already know you, just continue with it. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> Who don't like having guests dropped off to them? <clears throat> there you go. And did, did you get a lot of business that way? Or I'm sure you stood out at least. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, people were posting uh, Beck Spear, tagging us in pictures and all kinds of stuff. And then uh, one person would give us a chance and the next thing you know, they're telling their realtor friends about us. And then uh, we just kept growing and growing and growing. So the, the majority of the business, I assume, Rich, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is through realtors, right? Is that yes. the way in? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that's a, uh, mainly through realtors. And of course, <clears throat> since we've been in business so long now, we get like referrals from past clients, like their family members, their kids and stuff like that. But a majority of um, the referrals does come from realtors. Was it, I mean, I don't know how much hounded realtors get. I'm sure probably a lot of loan officers, but as far as inspection companies, do they get a lot of that also? People just reach inspection companies reaching out to them to try to get their foot in the door? Well, it depends. Like some of the big companies, like they try to reach out and try to get their business because they understand like that's where uh, all their work's coming from. And then you just have some inspectors where they're like, oh, we don't even market to realtors like they're not my client and we're like okay well you do what you're doing we'll do what we're doing i wonder how that works out for them yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so 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 this was in 2014 you said right that you started 
Yeah. How, how was it like that first year, the first couple of years starting out? Uh, the first couple of years, like, of course, it's good because it's new. It's fresh. It's like you're going out, you're meeting people and this and that. And then uh, we just started getting busier and busier and busier. First, I was working seven days a week. And then I was like, I can't do seven days a week. I'm like, I'm killing myself. So then I stopped doing Sundays and then started doing half days on Saturdays and started realizing like, I'm going to spend time with my family and my kids. I don't care how much money we're making. And then uh, <clears throat> next thing you know, we're turning down work because we can't get to it. Uh, like I can't do it all. And then we started looking to hire more inspectors. Oh, that's good. So in the beginning, it was just basically you doing everything yep. from the business developing, networking to actually doing the inspections and everything, yep. right? Answering phones, scheduling inspections, doing the inspections, doing the marketing, anything and everything that had to go with doing the business. It was just like built straight from scratch. Wow. I didn't work, I didn't work for an inspection company. I didn't know what an inspection was. I didn't know any reporting software, scheduling <laughs> software. When I first started, we're doing handwritten reports. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh. Rich, I, I'm, I'm curious, did you have any like coach or anyone guide you along the way, whether it was using specific software's recommendation or with the marketing side of things or operations or whatever it may be? Nothing, nothing at the beginning. Like I was green. I, I didn't know anybody in the industry. So uh, <clears throat> a lot that I figured out was from my failures. Like the quicker you fail, the quicker you get to where you want to go. So I just tried what would work. I would get feedback from clients and realtors or whatever, like oh, I'll try this or do this or whatever. And then we, even to this day, I still love feedback, whether it's good or bad. Like that's what helps us grow. That, that's great. So you were basically a solo one-man operation. How, how long was it like that for? Uh, for at least the first few years. Okay. Yeah. And then I, like, I, I enjoyed it. I never thought about being a multi-inspector firm. And then I went away to an inspection conference and met with these other inspectors or whatever. And they're there with their wives. They're in, in town for like two weeks. They got guys back home doing inspections and I'm like well I, I can't be here I'm like I need to get back to work if I'm not doing inspections I'm not making money yeah you're losing business yes yeah you, you know everyone's different I I know actually a, a realtor who was also an inspector and I think in the end he left he, he wasn't really focused too much on being a realtor and he just liked being an inspector and it was just a solo one-man operation and he was, you know, he was living comfortable lives, doing six figures, I think, or multiple six figures. And yeah. he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm just an inspector. I'm just by myself. And that's it. Yeah, it's great. Like, I really enjoyed it. And then, like, I'm passionate about it. So that's why I got into it. And even to this day, even all these years later, whatever problems that do arise in the business, I just think about when the business first started, I was like, I would have loved to have these problems back then. <laughs> So, so now as far as inspector, is it, is it just still you or do you have more sort of oh, no. admin or help? Or no, what? we have, uh, we currently have seven employees total. Um, me, four other licensed inspectors. We have a client care coordinator that does our scheduling. And then we have a operations director that helps um, me with running the business. That's great that you've grown it like that. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure you're doing all different types of marketing. Is there any favorite or where do you get your best results? 
Well, it's funny because ever since COVID happened and a lot of inspectors were doing like drop-offs, lunch and learns, like stuff like this to get into the realtor offices and get in front of people. But when COVID happened, like that shut everything down. And we were already um, promoting like digitally, like through Facebook, social media, um, marketing campaigns going out through like emails and then like doing some of these forums, some of these inspectors are like, well, we can't get into the offices. Like, how are you guys able to get work? And then we're like, well, we're doing everything digitally. We've been doing this. So we were already ahead of the game. So it was it a lot of coming then from just, I guess, just being in front of people, whether it's coming through email marketing or social. Yeah. Yeah, we hired a digital marketing uh, company that posts on all social platforms, um, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Google Business, Facebook. They post for us, um, and that's really helped as well. I'm glad you mentioned that, Rich, because I, I noticed that you have a great following in, in digital, you know, whether Facebook yes. and everything, and also a good amount of reviews, you know, whether it's Google, Yelp. Yeah. So I understand there's a third party company that handles all that or. Yeah. So they're doing our digital marketing. They post <laughs> on all uh, social media sites. They respond to our reviews. And then, like you said, we just started getting a bunch of uh, uh, online reviews and they just keep adding up. That's good. It, so did you used to do it all internally before or was it always third party? It was all internal. Everything was me, me, me. And then when we were looking for other ways to grow, it's like the best way um, to get something done is to get out of your own way. Like hire somebody uh, that is actually better than what you are. I'm happy to hear that. You mentioned COVID. How has COVID affected business besides obviously not being able to get your foot in the door in realtors' offices? It's been crazy because we were busier now than we were before COVID. And uh, my guys liked it because we were telling like agents and clients, nobody could be there. So they're going doing these inspections, knocking them out by themselves. They're still getting paid. We're crazy busy and they don't have to deal with anybody. So they loved it. I mean, the residential market is hot. So I'm assuming that you've, I mean, obviously it's affected you and your business as well. Yeah. Yeah, we're busy. And then even, even though people are waiving inspections to try to get their offers accepted, we're still busy. And even with like a low inventory right now, like we're still, we're busier now than we were this time last year. Is it the busiest you've been in the, the eight year history of the company? Uh, well, every year we keep getting busier and busier and busier and the more we grow. So um, every year we've been busier than we were the year before. That's good. It's heading in the right direction yes. then. Yeah, and then like looking at our numbers already, like we already did more for January this year than we did January last year. So it's nice to be able to track it. So it looks like the growth is just going to continue then. Yes. That's, that's awesome. What yeah. would you what would you say, Rich, to what drives and motivates you? Um, I think it's like it's the fact that we're actually helping people with their biggest purchase of like their life. Like there's nothing really more expensive. I mean, unless you're buying like jets and yachts and stuff like that, but that's not the common person. Like when you're buying a house and then when you meet these people, they're like all emotionally invested into it or whatever. And it's nice that you're actually able to help them with that. And it's somebody different every day. You're not working at the same place. You're not dealing with the same people. It's something you come across 
something different every day. And it's nice that you're not just like sitting at your desk in a cubicle doing the same thing over and over and over again. And like some of these houses that we see, like they're nice. Like we're doing like million dollar houses and then the technology these days, like there's all kinds of gadgets and stuff that people put in their house now. They like smart homes and this and that. So it's nice that we could see all this crazy different stuff. And that's where I get a lot of ideas from like my house. I'll see something. I'm like, oh man, that's cool. I want to get that. <laughs> as far as the tech involved and now you mentioned some of these homes, are you inspecting that as well? Or is that totally different? You don't even touch that. Yeah, we don't really do anything with like the smart stuff or whatever. Um, yeah, we pretty much just check in like the basic functionality of the home, like all the smart stuff's just like a plus. Like when we go to a house and we'll see like an Alexa device or whatever, I'll just tell it to start playing music while we're doing an inspection. <laughs> so, so for for the people that are listening or watching, typically, how long is an inspection? What does it entail? What's how does it all work? Uh, a, a typical inspection could be anywhere between uh, two and a half to three and a half hours. Depends on the size of the property. Depends on how much is wrong with it. You can do a 5,000 square foot house and it could take less time than a 1,500 square foot townhouse if there's like nothing wrong. Like if you have a townhouse that has all these problems, then of course the longer that you're going to be there because the more you got to report, the more pictures you got to take. So it depends. Usually we say like around three hours and anything that we do over 5,000 square foot, we put two inspectors on it. So that way they're not there all day. The clients and realtors aren't there all day and we pretty much still get it knocked out in the same amount of time. Okay. And uh, I guess the pricing all varies as far as the square footage, the size of the home. Yeah, based on square footage, location, age of the home, type of home. Uh, there's no, we don't have like flat free, flat fee pricing or um, every house, whatever is like singly priced. So we don't even have like online pricing because every house is different. Yeah. Okay. I, I see. So uh, under three hours typically. Yeah. Okay. I understand. What is, you know, you've done a lot of things and grown the business in just eight years. Is there anything that comes to mind you're most proud of this far? Uh, just that we're able to keep hiring more employees and just uh, serve our clients when uh, we are at capacity and agents are like, oh, damn, we can't get you in. We can't get you in. Like it sucks because they're calling us to do the inspection and we can't get it in. Um, so it's nice to be able to just grow and grow and offer our services to more and more people. Oh, wow. So it's almost at a point that you may be even losing business just because you're so busy. Yeah. Like, well, we're currently, uh, um, in the process now are even hiring even more inspectors. We're getting ready to start hiring two at a time and training two at a time just to be able to grow. And what we do now is we have all our inspectors. They live like geographically around Maryland. So we have one guy that lives in Anne Arundel County, one guy that lives in Carroll County, one guy that lives in Baltimore County, one guy that lives in Cecil County. So they're not like driving all over the place. They pretty much like take care of territory. So we pretty much try to hire people in different counties. Oh, that's great. So they don't have to come into a central location or office. They are just... Yep at home, let's call it, I guess, base for them is home. And yep. then from there, they just go to the customer's house, right? 
Yeah, like we don't even have a home office. We all work remotely. Um, like the job is at the customer's house. So my guys all have take-home vehicles. They got their schedule and everything's on their phones. So they just go from their house to the inspection, knock it out, do whatever they need to do. And like you said, they don't have to drive to the office, pick up their van or nothing like that. So I assume that's how you're going to be able to scale and grow also to whether Pennsylvania or other areas is just finding that right individual to grow. Yeah, exactly. It's not like they'll have to drive to Baltimore to come into the office or anything like that. Like they'll be going wherever the inspection is. Rich, I'm curious, how, how do you go about finding that right team member, whether inspector or team member? Well, it's hard. We have to, we look for people that want to fit our vision, our culture, not just, oh, well, we need somebody. So we'll just hire this dude. Like he seems cool. And then, um, so we do, uh, we like to do a deep dive into them, um, their family, like what they like to do and actually get to know them as a person. And like, there's plenty of inspectors that we told them, we don't think you're a right fit for our culture. Like, uh, our, our atmosphere is pretty nice. Like we want our guys coming to work, happy team members and stuff like that. And um, like we want them to fit our vision and see like where we're going in the future. And they're excited to be a part of it. So uh, I'm sure it's probably just like the beginning, a, a lot of not no's, but a lot of possibly people you're turning down to find that right person. Right. Yes. Yeah, like we're interviewing people, we're even currently interviewing people now. And then, like, first we would start hiring people without their license. And then <clears throat> I have to wait for them to get done taking the class and then pass the test and this and that. And then, so now we just hire people that already have their inspector license. That way we can already fast track that, get them out in the field, start training, learning the way that we do things, and then just keep replicating it. Do you ever worry about, you know, someone coming in and then wanting to go off on their own and then possibly they know the ins and outs of the business and maybe now become competition? Yeah, like that's a, that is a, a fear, but um, that's like one of those things where if they don't want to be here, you really don't want them here anyway. And then it's like, like, they're not going to have like the same passion that I have. Like, they're not going to be able to do everything that I'm doing. If you go and start your business now and try to do everything that we're already currently doing, like you're going to be broken like a month. So, so like they would just be able to go out and just start doing inspections. So like uh, it used to be a fear that I had. And then now it's just like, well, everything you want is on the other side of fear. Like you can't, just think like that, like, oh, if somebody leaves, what if they get started on their end? And it's like, then that's what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, it, it's very true. And, and the majority of the cases, eight, nine times out of 10, those people don't end up doing it or they right. do things very different than what you do. Right, exactly. Yeah. So in the end, it is no competition. Exactly. And like, that's the thing now, like a lot of the inspectors that uh, are in the area, I don't even look at them as competition. I'm not worried about what they're doing. Like we're just focused on what we're able to do and how we can get better than we were the day before. And I'm sure you hear from realtors and customers and clients as far as their experience with you, because I mean, I look at your reviews, it's almost five, there's almost five stars out of five stars, pretty much pretty close, darn close to it. Um, very different the way you approach and you do business compared to other inspecting companies, right? 
Yeah, like we're we actually think outside the box. Like we're not afraid to try new stuff that people will look at us and be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're doing it." And the next thing you know, you see them doing it. Like when uh when we started dropping off like beer to realtors or whatever, they're like, "I can't believe they're dropping off beer." And the next thing you know, you see them dropping stuff off. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> but it's different. They, they they don't have that cool last thing that you do that you can play with. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, unless they have like a, another name that messes a beer or something like that. But uh, like when you give them Beck's beer and then things with Beck and Specs, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I can see that. Yeah. You were mentioned earlier, Rich, as far as your schedule and it's different. Do you have a typical day? How does that look? How does your typical uh, day look like? mainly meetings and meetings and meetings like I'm on this meeting now and then I actually after this meeting I have to drive to Ocean City for an inspection that I'm doing down there tomorrow so um, I pretty much do the ones in Ocean City I don't want to ask my guys to drive like two and a half hours and then expect them to either drive back or put them in a hotel so I love the beach whether it's all season on season it doesn't matter it's nice it's always nice to go to the beach and make money instead of spending money so it gives me time to drive for a couple hours relax think about stuff or whatever and then just like the atmosphere being down the beach is amazing so I'll knock out an inspection tomorrow and then just come back home okay so you, yeah. you, you do all the ones in Ocean City yeah and then uh everything else is just meetings and meetings and meetings trying to look for ways to grow the business what can we improve um like round tables with other home inspection companies from across the uh, country well that's great so, so you are i guess in sort of um peer groups that yeah. you do and then you help each other out throughout the country and it's not really competition because you're in different geographic areas Exactly. And that's what's nice is like you don't have to worry about like people that are in your area. People are more susceptible to help other people because like they don't even live in my area. Like who cares? Like we'll share like documents and all kinds of stuff. It's like, oh, here you need an ad for an inspector here. Take this or you need a, um, a handbook here. Take my copy, make edits to it or whatever. It's nice because you could just like fast track whatever you're looking to get as opposed to when I first started trying to do everything by scratch. Now I can just reach out to all these other owners that are in my network and I'm like, Hey, how do you do this? Can you send this to me? And then it's like, boom. I like that. There's no need to reinvent the wheel if it's exactly. done it. Yeah. Yes. Did, did you form this group on your own or is it through some kind of coaching program or? Man, it's like a, it's like a program where, um, it's mainly it is just all home inspectors but they're all across the country and then we all get together like quarterly like different parts of the country or whatever so it's nice to be able to travel and get with these people too like i was mentioning earlier when i would go to inspection conferences and they would all be there and then you start making uh like friendships with people and stuff like that so it's nice rich what advice would you give to someone who wanted to start any type of business home inspection non-home inspection um, any pointers that you feel uh, that have helped you in the beginning and now? Uh, don't be afraid to be told no. People are going to tell you no. Um, like I said, the faster, uh, the more no's you get, the closer you get to it. Yes, don't be afraid to try to do things. Don't worry about what your competition's doing. Just stay in your own lane and whatever you're passionate about or whatever ideas you have don't care. Don't listen to what other people are saying. Like if it's a, Oh, that's a bad idea or that ain't going to work. <laughs> Just do it. I love that. Are, are there any specific habits you feel or traits that you use daily that have helped you whether on the business side or on the personal side of things? 
Uh, I would say exercising really helps out a lot. Um, reading books, um, <clears throat> exercising helps with, uh, a, a lot of stuff like staying healthy. It makes me want to eat healthy. It makes me not want to drink, it makes me not want to go out and go to like McDonald's and stuff like that. So I get up early in the morning, I go exercise and go to the gym and it's nice because I don't have to take my phone in with me. Like work's not open yet. I don't have to deal with phone calls, text messages, emails, and then come back and just start my day. So <laughs> exercising and reading books are um, two of my favorite things that I like to do. Great. You know, in, in your field and, and just in general, uh, people, I see that you market very different than other home inspection companies. Um, and, and I love that even, even from company colors, that people would clearly see when they go to your website, um, even being featured in this article when they'll see that's behind you. Um, how do you go about trying to think differently when it comes to the marketing or advertising side of things for the business? Well, since we are from Baltimore, we try to like uh, have like a Baltimore culture or whatever. So we made our company colors purple for the Ravens. So anywhere we're riding around town, our vans and uniforms and everything stand out. We, um, Under Armour, which is a Baltimore based company, that's what all of our uniforms are. Um, so like anything that we try to do, we just try to stay like, all right, what can we do? Like that's Baltimore oriented where if somebody else was trying to duplicate it, like, Oh, well, damn, we can't use purple. Now they're using purple or we can't do this. We're, do they're doing that. So, um, yeah, we like to, we like to, um, base anything that we do off of like the Baltimore area and do stuff like outside of the box. Yeah. Yeah. That's great with the colors. What, what about as far as just being known? I know you mentioned dropping the beer. There is that uh, future article behind you. People will see when they see this, this episode, getting your name and word out there that here you are as a business. Yeah. Like when I said, when we first started, like nobody knew me. So now like, we'll just go to events. And um, I used to feel like we had to, when we first started the business, I had to be a yes man. Anything that somebody wanted, we'd be like, yes, yes, yes. And then now it's, it's nice to be able to say no, if it don't fit, if, it, if you just go with your gut feeling and uh, it, there's been clients that we told them, we don't, we, we don't think we're a good fit for you. Uh, we and recommend them another home inspection company. What would you say is your biggest challenge with your role today at Beck and Specs? My biggest challenge? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I guess just trying to separate work and personal life because since I do work remotely, it's not like I can just leave and turn it off. I'm sitting at my desk working and then next thing you know, you realize what time it is. And then my wife's telling me, Hey, it's dinner time. Like there's times where it's just like, all right, I've had enough for today. And then I'll just turn my computer off. The biggest challenge is actually working remotely at home as opposed to going to the office. But it's nice because I probably get more done work at home than sitting in an office anyway. Yeah, but it, it was always like that for you, even day one, right? Even yeah, before like this never, COVID. Yeah, we never had um, we never had a location. Everything was remotely, and then all my supplies and everything were would be at the house. And then next thing you know, we got a storage unit, and then we had to get a bigger storage unit just because uh, we were growing and growing. And then my guys all have keys to the storage unit, so anytime they need like. Uh, materials or supplies or whatever. They don't have to worry about coming to my house. They can just go right to storage and get whatever they need. 
Do you have children? Uh, we do. I have a 19-year-old. She just turned 19 in January, and my son will be 20 in March. Oh, wow. Congrats. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're older. <laughs> so you, you don't have to worry about that as far as uh, games or anything. But but I'm sure when you st- when you were starting the company eight years ago, they were a little bit younger. How, how would you, would you, would it be tough for you to separate as far as activities? Yeah, like I- yeah, I missed out on a lot of stuff like uh, when my kids were playing sports and events and stuff because I was working. I was growing a business. If I didn't work, we weren't making any money. We weren't eating. And then, like I said, it got to the point where it was like the money don't even matter. I want to start spending time with my family and kids. Got tired of missing out on things and then stopped working on Sundays. And it was nice to be able to make plans because before I'd be like, oh, well, I don't know. I'll see if I have to work now. It's like, all right, well, we'll do a date night. We'll do Saturday night or we'll do this. We, it's easier to make plans because I knew I wouldn't have to work on Sunday. Rich, was there, I know you said the first couple of years, it was just a one-man show. And then later you started hiring. But was there any point that you can remember during this eight-year time frame that you've had the business where it was just a critical and you, a critical point and you saw just things just drastically change and things went up? I know everything was sort of steadily growing year by year from what it sounds like. Um, but was there any moment that was sort of, boom, there it is? Uh, I don't think there was any one thing that we did where uh... – things just started taking off. I think it was just, just being consistent, doing the same thing over and over. When we go to a house, we do the same, we do the inspection the same way. We start the same way. Like um, agents are used to our process. Like when they see us inspecting the kitchen, they're like, oh, well, they're almost done because they inspect the kitchen last. So things like that. It's just like just being consistent, doing the same thing over and over and over. And then um, word of mouth, more people hearing about us and finding out about us. Is there any type of like referral reward system that you used or anything like that? No, no type of referral rewards. Uh, <clears throat> nothing. Just like people just want to work with us. They like our vision. They like our culture. They like our colors. <laughs> uh, they like working with us. Um, it's nice. Like I said, we don't do the same thing that other typical inspectors where they just pull up in a truck and um, they're not even in uniform. You don't know who they are or whatever. So like we're all branded company uniforms, company vehicles. We're like, we're professional. We're legit. <laughs> it's not like, Oh, we just do this on the side or uh, inspect for friends or whatever. Like this is what we do all day, every day. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think about the times that I've personally purchased a home and the inspector, I don't think from, I mean, I don't remember clearly, but I don't think they came in and rolled up in a nice wrapped van with uniforms and company colors like you. Yeah. Yeah, they're showing up. We call them chucking a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yes. What do you know now that you wish you would have known at the start of your business career? Uh. That's a good question. Um, I guess I would say like building the relationships. When I first started doing this, like nobody knew who I was. And then like, as you build a relationship over the years, I wish I would have started doing that sooner because like all the relationships that I have now, like it took years and years and years and years and years to build. And just the, knowing the relationship part of real estate, it will help you actually get there faster.
so I guess before it was more of a focus on just the, that one time transaction and moving on from there. Exactly. And then now it's like how to keep the same one, uh, people working over and over and over again, as opposed to chasing new people to work with. That's true. It's that true. That one relationship could, could be very fruitful and give you a, a lot of more opportunities in the future. Yes. Yeah. And those are the ones that are able to help us grow because they do constantly refer us. Yeah. When, when I say the word success, what do, what's the first thing that comes to mind? What do you think of? Uh, for me or just in general? No, for you. Um, for me, I would just say uh, having my own business, having uh, a nice home. Uh, my kids are grown. Um, they're not out creating trouble or whatever we raise them the right way um we're able to provide jobs for other people uh yeah i'm not sure what else i don't really think of it like that rich now that you mentioned your children and they're basically almost young adults have you noticed any any interest in them as far as the business my son mentions stuff to me every once in a while um but other than that, not really. No. Okay. Yeah. It's like I don't want interest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't want to make somebody do something or push something on you. Like you want them to want to do it. Oh yeah, of course, of course. But you know, sometimes kids see and by osmosis, and then it, it piques their interest. And then obviously, that some kids have other interests, and that's that's great. They should definitely run with that. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I know you said in the beginning. You, you had no help, you know, no, no one there to guide you. But through this time, and also you said now you have a sort of a peer-to-peer -peer mentor group that are in the business. But do you have any, any mentors or, or anything that helps you that you've learned along the way? Um, yeah, I would say that the group that we meet with weekly, it's six of us. Uh, they, own, they all own uh, inspection companies, and we're able to hold each other accountable for, like, what our, what our goals are, what we're going to work on this week, what we're going to have done by the following week. We pick books, and we'll read books together, like, all right, well, we're going to read chapters three through eight this week, and then we'll discuss it. So the accountability part is nice. We got more – we started this group last year, and uh, – I've got more done in one year than I probably have like the last eight years. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great to hear. Yes. Do, do you mind if we go a little bit into the group and how, how it works? Well, yeah, we meet every uh, Wednesday morning. We meet for an hour. Um, we start, excuse me, we start with our wins for the week, um, start with our challenges, and then we discuss like what's going on or whatever. And then we'll see what our goals were and discuss what we had for the previous week, see if we got them done, what got in the way, uh, what else we're going to work on. We'll discuss whatever books that we're reading um, and whatever goals that we have coming up and see what other people need help with that we can help them with. That's great. And, and goals, it's not necessarily specific revenue numbers. It can be maybe hiring yep. a, another person or whatever it may be. Yep. It can even okay. be personal stuff like, uh, okay. I want to I exercise three times a week, at least 30 minutes or whatever. And then they'll be like, all right, did you do this? And like, yes. Like, all right, cool. That's great. So it's a group, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a group of six people and you meet one hour once a week, right? Yeah. Every Wednesday morning. I actually look forward to it. So I look forward to it too, because, uh, um, like it, it's good. It's like just friends, like talking, chit chatting, and then like, we're just helping each other. 
And you said someone developed this group or it was just one person or how, how, how was it even formed? Uh, that's a great question because we were in a network full of like other home inspectors or whatever. Oh, and then they started the, And then they started these pods and then we all were placed into a group and then we decided like when we were going to meet, we decided what we're going to talk about and stuff like that. And it, it's pretty nice. I like it. So, so pretty much anyone in any type of industry can, can sort of do something similar and just a small group to hold each other accountable. Exactly. And like I said, it's not just business that we discuss. It's uh, like we discuss personal things, health things, like our relationships with our family, our kids. It's nice. Yeah. How long have you been doing it for? Uh, what? The, the group? That meeting, um, I would say we started, it's been a year. Oh, so someone recent. Okay. Yeah. And, and you said the growth rate, you said in one year, you said one year you accomplished, what was it again? I feel like we accompli I've accomplished more in one year than all the last previous years, just for the accountability and being able to ask for help and discussions and like what we need help with and things like that. I love that. I hear that, you know, I've had other guests on the show. Some of, you know, some of them have coaches, CEO coaches and leadership coaches, and some also have mentorship groups. And I hear that time and time again, as far as having this group of people, how it just helps tremendously. Yes. Yeah. So what does the future look like? What does the next couple of years look like for you and Beck and Specs? Uh, growing into other states, like I know... We definitely want to get into Pennsylvania and Delaware starting this year and then probably venture south into D.C. and Virginia um, and then just keep growing and growing and growing and then going into other markets. Like once we're able to start, once we get a down pack with somebody living like actually that's far away as opposed to like close to the Baltimore area and then we're able to duplicate that, then we'll be off and running in a whole bunch of other states. I love that. Coming to an end here now, Rich, when, you know, when you're not busy running the company and with the family, what do you like to do in your free time for fun? Uh, my favorite thing I like to do is go to the Ravens game. Like those are always fun, regardless whether we win or lose. Uh, I like going to the Ravens games, um, pretty much doing stuff with like friends and family. Uh, just the other night we went axe throwing, um, just look for different things to do just to get out of the house. Sure, sure. I, I love that. Where can people find out more information about you and Beck and Specs? Uh, anywhere on social media. Our website is www.beckandspecs.com. Facebook is Beck and Specs. Instagram is Beck and Specs. Uh, Twitter is Beck and Specs. Uh, pretty much put in Beck and Specs and then you'll be able to see it, find us. Yeah, you've done a great job as far as being known and getting out there for sure. Uh, thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you, Rich, for coming on. Really had a great time. Yes, sir. This was awesome. All right. Take care. Have a good day. All right, thanks, you too. If you haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review and comment and let me know what you think. Thank you, and I'll see you all very soon on the next episode.